today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Conservative uh, leadership uh, race is continuing, of course. It's not till the end of May, toward the end of May, that they're actually going to decide who the leader of the uh, federal Conservative Party is going to be. And there's still, I think, about 150 people in the race at this stage. But uh, leadership candidate Kevin O'Leary has now alleged that there is widespread voter rigging that's going on in that leadership race. Where have we heard that accusation before? Oh, yeah, I remember. Uh, he accuses backroom organizers of using prepaid cards to sign up fake members. Joining us to talk about the race and uh, the implications of these accusations is Christo Avalos, Queen's University labor and political history professor here on the Bill Kelly Show on CHML. Christo, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is uh, kind of happening under the radar. I mean, there's an NDP leadership race sort of going on right now. Uh, but I don't know that there's a whole lot of people uh, paying attention to the conservative race, uh, even though it's been going on for quite some time, unless Kevin O'Leary speaks. That seems to be grabbing headlines, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, yeah, the NDP race, is, uh, it started, you know, the first debate was kind of a, a quiet affair, so I don't think the news is there yet. And I think you're right in saying that, you know, O'Leary's name recognition is just head and shoulders above everyone in the race. I mean, the big conservatives... Um, you know, from the last parliament, didn't choose to run. You know, Peter McKay, John Baird, Jason Kenney, you know, these big names, they're not running for the leadership. So, you know, and of course, Stephen Harper is he retired. So, you know, O'Leary's the only, the only superstar. So whenever he does something, positive or negative, it, it gets news, you know. And I think in that sense, when he says things like this or when he, you know, misses a debate, that's the story from the conservative leadership race. The the way in which they're selecting a leader. Let's talk about that for a couple of minutes because this is this is bizarre. I mean, for those of the I, I love politics and I love following politics and it, the traditional way was of course the, you would elect delegates. They'd go to a convention someplace. They'd vote for somebody whoever gets the majority things they, and they, that would be the leader and that, and that was it. But this is this is all different now, isn't it? Well, yeah. So the traditional way is that you know ridings based on the proportion of members would say get. X amount of seats to the convention, and in a sense, you might have say 500 people, you know, vote for the entirety of the party to select um, the new leader of a party. In some cases, that person would instantly become prime minister, uh, like Pierre Trudeau did in 1968, and, and, and you know John Turner briefly in '84, for instance. Um, and most parties have moved to a one-member, one-vote system, where everyone who's a member of the party gets a vote. They usually do some mix of mailing or online voting, but the conservatives have a one-member, one-vote system, but they balance the value of the ridings. So whether your riding has 5,000 party members or 100 party members, those ridings are worth the same amount in the calculation. So the, the intent, I think, is to ensure you have a candidate that appeals on a national basis. But it could lead to some wonky results because, you know, if there's 50 members in a downtown Montreal riding, then, you know, um, someone like Bernier could win that riding very easily with just a couple dozen votes, whereas, you know, winning, um, you know, a large percentage of a vote in downtown Calgary, where there are probably a lot of members, um, is another proposition entirely. It just, it seems odd, which is maybe why there is some legitimacy. I know the Conservative Party is investigating uh, O'Leary's uh, claims here about uh, voter rigging, as uh, he phrased it. But uh, the, the way that they've set this up here, it does matter how many people actually sign up because they all get a vote, right? Well, yeah, I think, again, I mean, I, and I don't know the, 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 the seriousness of the allegations. I don't know. There's no evidence directly provided yet. But in a general sense, in a one-member, one-vote system, you know, a, a few people signed up fraudulently. You know, it's still a serious issue. We should, we should, we should be 
concerned, but it might not make a difference. But in this current system, hypothetically, you know, if you go to a riding, again, in rural Quebec or, or you know, in a, a very liberal or NDP part of Quebec and sign up just a couple dozen people, you can swing that entire riding. And again, it's not one member, one vote in the counting. It's riding balance. So, you know, signing up a couple fraudulent members in Alberta, not going to be a big deal. Signing, up the, signing them up in a very liberal or NDP part of Nova Scotia or southern Ontario could be, you know, a, a massive swing. And I think that's the concern. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.